Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. As glory's just beginning, our adventure never ends. The saga of the heroes that they call the Dragon Friends. Great. Hooray. Yeah, here's a little ditty of um, what's happened so far. They went down to the sewers at Janos's behest and met their old friend Gribbets and Filch strapped him to her chest. They needed to get robes so they could infiltrate the cult and despite their protestation, Frizo shot off a witch bolt. Our story's just beginning, our adventure never ends. The saga of the heroes that we call the Dragon Friends. Everything's gone pear-shaped now that you know who is dead. I'm not asking you his name, I'm saying that Clive who is dead. <laughs> I understand this is confusing, but his name is actually who. He's the one who had the robe and now's a sizzling pile of goo. Our story's just beginning, our adventure never ends. The saga of the heroes that we call the Dragon Friends. Betty Davis. As you make your way away from the town square of Waterdeep already, you can hear the familiar klaxons familiar to you now of the town guard, as it seems that another of the mysterious recent Waterdeep murders has been committed and the fed are scrambling to answer. You duck into a side alley and stop to catch your breath as Gribbet awakes with a start. Oh, I had the most horrible dream where I was, nope, that's it. <laughs> kill. Kill, kill, kill. Um, oh, hey, weren't we in general pantaloons before? Uh, yeah, hey. What's going on with that? What happened to the guy that... I oh, nothing, we left without incident. Oh. Because I thought it'd be weird. No, without that incident. And oh. here we are. <laughs> Hiding in an alleyway. In an alleyway. <laughs> hey, Gribbets, you've been here a little while. Um... Is there like a, a shady dockside pub around here or anything that we can uh, oh yeah, the shady not lay low in, but just hang out in? I guess the shady dock's pretty good. Is that the name of the pub? Yeah, it's the name of the pub, you weirdo! Ooh, someone forgetting he's strapped to a table. <laughs> <laughs> you real mouthy for a little grip grub, baby. <laughs> Me think he needs a change of diapers. Uh, <laughs> Gribbets tells you of the name of a sh shady dockside tavern, which is now called the Shady Dock. Yeah. Mm. yeah because they have good shanty night there on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> shady uh, shanty night. And um, which is a place where the shipwrights hang out. This is, of course, the muscle of this new cult in Waterdeep, who are run by the most fearsome, most dandy dwarf that you've ever met, a man by the name of Albrecht Rumsfeld. Yeah. So. So let's go to this pub, shall we? Mm. We head to the filthy dock. <laughs> okay, so once more, once more. Shady, shady, shady dock. dock. Shady dock. Oh, me think this wrong. There is. <laughs> so the, 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 the filthy dock is dock. next door to the shady dock. It's, um, it's the local flop house and it's kind of disgusting. Oh, in the dock district. Yeah. Uh, in the ship line. Yeah. We've established this. In the docks. Uh, so once, for the second time in two days, you find yourselves in the ship line. The 
dock side of Waterdeep that, um, you know, the, ba the banner between the city and the sea and the area held by the shipwrights, one of the fiercest gangs other than the Beggar King's own court in Waterdeep. This is, of course, enemy territory in the first day of a powerful inter-guild war. And the th at least three of the four of you were last seen firmly fighting, wearing the colours of the Beggar King. So this is a dangerous place for you to be found. Well, 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 well. Oh, I did enjoy this. Those guys over there. The oh, muttering okay. of dwarves surrounds you. Oh, you really tell you. That's, just, that's just one crazy man. <laughs> 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 took, took my beans, they did it. Took my beans. And you cannot help but also realise that, of uh, course... You can't kill a dog. <laughs> ...time is not on your side, for it is already the final hours of the day, and tonight is High Harvest Eve, the night of the cult's meeting and your rendezvous with the Inquisitor. So... Um, I look around for the drunkest-looking dwarf. Inside in the filthy dock. In the filthy dock. All right. Uh, the shady dock, but yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we've gone to the wrong door. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, excuse me, madam. Pardon but me, me just the drunkest looking dwarf. <laughs> we make our way through the hen's night that's going on at the filthy dog. Yeah, there, there is a really awful orcish hen's night happening at the filthy dog. <laughs> They're dark. drinking out of, like, cock-shaped, um, like, tankards. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and there's... Anyway, no, we'll just leave that aside because we can do that for a while. Um, I emerge with a bride-to-be sash. <laughs> slung over the table? Yes, yeah, slung over the table. Obscuring Rick Grivitz's eyes so yeah. that he can't see. Um, so you make your way into the Shady Dock, which is a poorly named tavern next door. Now you can see small games of dice are being played. There is a foreboding... Are they playing D&D? &D? <laughs> There is a... Oh my gosh, what if we go into there that is a game? Small <laughs> <laughs> How many inceptions deep can we go? There is a group of four dwarves playing a game of accountants and actuaries, which is <laughs> a dice-based game where they pretend that they're all holding white-collar jobs. And over in the side, as you asked, indeed, you can see a very sorry-looking dwarf who is doing his best to get as drunk as possible, as quickly as possible. Well, here, if you, if you put it in a rag and then put up your bottom, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> he says to no one in particular. Uh, um, I, 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 well, let's, I go and get a drink from the bar, I get two drinks from the bar, and I sit down next to him and slide one in front of him. Okay, that is, that's five silver pieces. Um, so you take two flagons of filthy-looking ale and you sit down at the only other empty seat at the table, and as you sit down and place the flagons down, you pique his interest. Good. Is that filthy ale? Yeah. Oh, no. I accidentally ordered two flagons. <laughs> oh, who's going to drink this other one? You wouldn't happen to want it? Take it off my hands? And then he just stares at you and, like, just picks one up warily and just sips from it. Well, uh, cheers to you, friend. You do a lot of talking for a little man. Well, this is the dwarf. <laughs> I'm slightly taller. Really? It counts. Taller's taller. And then he slaps it down, saying, "Taller's taller." This is obviously a sore point for him. Dill, sorry he asked. <laughs> I said, "I'm sorry, big guy. These guys are just a bunch of real dillweeds. You know what? 
Sometimes I'm just glad that I can go to my secret society and get away from them, if you know what I mean. I wouldn't know anything about that, no. No, <laughs> me either. <laughs> Cheers. Do Dilge and Filge catch on? Maybe we're like, uh, oh, he always on about secret society. That's a really good question, and I'd like you both to make insight checks. Um, Frizo is, of course, not, you know, an idiot, so he doesn't need to. Oh, Fido, actually, Frizo, make a check emo- too. Emotional intelligence. <laughs> yeah. um, no, this is insight, so this is wisdom-based. Um, this is, you, gotta be, you have to be ten. Oh, I do not. <laughs> we have all failed. I got three. Okay, so can you guys what just... What secret society are you talking about? Absolutely nothing. Am I right, friend? Wink. Oh, yes, that's how you do it. <laughs> ah. Oh, friend Bobby forgot how to blink. Both eyes at once, friend. <laughs> Leave one out there to dry out. I slide a gold it's coin. It's funny he talk about secret society because that thing we try to infiltrate. I slide a gold coin we across the table. infiltrate secret society guys, right you now. It's funny. <laughs> Everyone come look at funny half-locks. <laughs> yes. This is so easy, okay? It's disadvantaged because you're very drunk, but this is a very easy check. This is DC5 to realize that something is up. You are flat. Rule four. <laughs> guys, here's some money. Uh, why don't you guys go and get a drink? Us? Yes. You three. Frizo, oh. Filge, and Dilge. Oh, ever since you made a new friend, you're too big for old things. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, yeah, Bobby. Cool, you know, we've killed people together. You're in too deep. Okay, make another inside check. <laughs> What's this? It's now, it's still five. It's still very easy. Holy shit. All right, okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> you are so drunk. <laughs> so <laughs> drunk. You're taller. But every time you guys say something incriminating, you're just gonna make another check. Fine. We no need Bobby anymore. Yeah, I'm leaving to get a drink from the bar. All right. Where's that money you said we could have? Here you go. All right. You give them five gold pieces? I give them one gold piece. <laughs> How many silver pieces to a gold piece? Ten. We'll need, we'll need some more money. We can have two gold pieces. All right. All right, you give them two gold pieces, they Wait. go to the bar. I'm going to cut you guys off for now, and then we'll see if the bartender cuts you That's off. What so let's continue the conversation. Funny friends you got. Oh, I wouldn't call them friends. They're more uh, servants, if you know what I mean. Uh. Do my bidding and whatnot. Oh, and then his eyes widen, and he's like, is that thing strapped to her chest a fuck goblin? <laughs> yeah. I have it carried around so I can fuck it whenever I want. That took a turn. <laughs> you started that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Meanwhile, at the bar, a uh, friendly but very imposing bugbear is sitting polishing a knotted piece of wood that he obviously uses to hit people that cause trouble in the bar as the three of you approach. So this is the piece of wood that I use to hit people at the bar. How are you? He's surprisingly well-spoken for a bugbear. I took elocution lessons. You know my fair bugbear? That was about me. <laughs> oh, really? Was it? Because I've heard it. The rain in the temporal plane. <laughs> yes? Yes. Go on. Falls on some kind of magic train. <laughs> what can I get for you? 
most expensive liqueur. Mm. I have two gold pieces. To I'd spend. have to start oh. a tab. Me drink for free because me the bride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anyone's. <laughs> well, congratulations to you. The most expensive liqueur, let me see. And he turns and goes, and then he goes through a bunch of bottles and he's like, it's dragon piss. <laughs> This is real dragon piss. Aged 50 years in a dragon that couldn't wee for 50 years. <laughs> of course, remember that Waterdeep's, you know, the prime economy of Waterdeep is the moving of piss around. <laughs> well, I w hey, what, what will two gold pieces get us? <laughs> dragon piss, but could you split it into three, because... Uh, yeah, sure, and he like gets three thimbles out and fills them each a third, and then passes. Do you know I'm so bad at maths <laughs> that I had to worry that I'd fuck that up? But there are four of them, so... No, there's three of them. Yeah, no, Grimace doesn't get anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I that looks me, yeah, cool. <laughs> so the three of you take a small thimble of dragon piss and drink it? I pour mine on Gribbles. Why? It's really, it's smoking. It's like it's smoke is coming off it. I'm looking, I'm looking at Filge very excitedly, and I've got lemon in the crook of my left hand and salt in the crook of my right. <laughs> it's going to be big night. Okay, it gets into Filge's eyes, I guess, and Filge starts crying. No, no Gribbits. 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 Yeah, yeah, Gribbits. Gribbits like, yeah! That's flailing around. Yep. What about the two, two of you? What are you going to do? Lipsticks suck. <laughs> Let's drink to my last night of freedom. <laughs> yes, truly. Now you fuck anything you want. <laughs> and I drink. All right, I want you both to make constitution tests, DC 15. Oh, no. Oh, I got a six. I got an eight. Oh, I got eight. I got you eight. both become fucked. <laughs> All right, you are both extremely drunk. This is a very, very powerful, very potent liqueur. Um, oh, it'll fuck you right up. And you are both trying to show... Rich. You should see what it did to the dragon! <laughs> you, at the moment, um, you immediately think you're going to have difficulties talking and you get the feeling that you were getting drunker and drunker and drunker. What happens to Gribbles? Gribbles is still screaming because it's in his eyes. Oh, but is he, drunk and, is he drunk and screaming? Can you get drunk through your eyes? He is getting... A lot of people said yes. <laughs> With a lot of certainty. Oh, heck yeah. And the guy's like, yeah, no, you can. <laughs> two, two beer bottles, one in each eye, suck it. Um, all right, yeah, Gribbits is drunk too. In fact, Gribbits, no, Gribbits is vomiting because Gribbits has got a tiny constitution. Yeah, it went through his eyes and you get drunker that way, I assume. So, but he, he did pass yeah, out. Yeah, I guess again. his eyes were bigger than his yeah, stomach. No, Gribbits passes out. Gribbits passes out again. Is he throwing up out of his eyes? <laughs> He's throwing up out of everywhere. Oh. <laughs> That's not called throwing up, Dave. <laughs> um, so Lucky me have table on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, now we're going to get a cut back to the conversation. Hey, see, secret societies. Pain in the arse, they are. Ah. You guys hear the high-pierced shriek of a goblin? <laughs> Sounds like dragon piss to me. Oh, yeah. I'll always do this, chant that, sacrifice that. Yeah, say the password. Oh, here's, <laughs> yeah. here's the password. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah the password. <laughs> um, say, so you haven't really touched your drink at all. Oh, it's because I'm so drunk already. 
You don't sound drunk. Oh, why? How does a drunk man sound? Have you not been listening? <laughs> yeah, I have been listening. I'm very drunk. Let's sing us a shanty. <laughs> Band. Did you, do you know? <laughs> the, 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 the very same band from Star Wars, which for some reason <laughs> is in the corner here, uh, begins to play a sea shanty. Do you know, you know, my mermaid's got two faces. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Let's hear them. Well, here I go. My mermaid's got two faces. <laughs> It's also got two races. It's a fish and a man, a mermaid friend. Two different faces. That is... I am going to give out the first time I have given one of these. I'm going to give an inspiration dice for that. That was excellent. You keep this dice across adventures. Anytime you fail a dice roll, you can take that out and re-roll with it. Right. All right. So ah, that's the finest rendition of a mermaid has two faces I've ever heard. And he's crying. <laughs> and there's an old sea dog nearby who's crying as yeah. well. Ah, yeah. I wish I had more friends to share this with. Ever since they froze me out of He that loves society. it so much, he sings it himself. As <laughs> <laughs> he goes, like... Sing the second verse. A mermaid... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's okay. It's cool, man. Did, did you say since you got thrown out? Oh, yeah. It was just a matter of secret society. We're a secret society. I think that's so good. Hey, you know what? I'm a pretty big deal in the secret society. I could... I don't know if you've heard of me. My name is Clive Who. <gasps> The Clive Who? Yeah. Father of the Year, Clive Who? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I'm going to invite you along tonight as my personal guest, and I'm going to get you reinstated. Now, the only thing is, do you still remember the password so that you can get in? Oh, of course, it's Peppercorn. <laughs> yep, you'll be fine. So you come in tonight? Yeah. And I will get you reinstated, my true wonderful friend. Oh, and then he cheeses to it, and then what do I have to beat to not pass out? <laughs> uh, let's say 20, you've been drinking for a while. So we're going natural 20? Yeah. He's not coming. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he collapses into his drink, and you think maybe it's time to go. Yeah, so okay, I go up to the bar. You go up to the bar where you see Frizo is looking irritated and impatient and just normal. I shouldn't have to pay for it if I didn't get to drink it. I tipped it out, give me my money back. <laughs> and Filge and Dilge are looking really cool, really ready to go, really businesslike. Okay, um, to the bugbear I say, Sir, uh, this is for your trouble, and I slide a gold coin across the bar. Uh, thank you. Oh, th thank you. That's for you. I really, truly apologize. <laughs> we get all types in here, sir. I'll bet Tell you, you do. what. What do you mean by that? Okay, we're going. <laughs> All right, gang, follow me. Okay, um, you guys are still lucid enough that you can follow him, but you are getting even drunker. Of course, Bobby does not know this yet. 
So, and Friso chooses not to tell them? No, of course not. All right. Information is power, Dave. <laughs> As you leave, you can hear already the sound of the changing of the shifts. Of course, once this would be the sonorous voices of large, fat, you know, guards calling out the hour, but now it is merely the beeps and boops of powerful glittermen. <laughs> what? Just straight from the top of my dome. <laughs> Straight from my nose into the cup. <laughs> oh, yes. We only have the hour sung by the largest and fattest guards <laughs> as a signifier of the so richness of water. So Dave has never had an team. office job before, and I think you can tell. Well, well, I'm sorry, like because office jobs have town criers that call out the yeah, hour. Yeah, the town crier comes in the office, goes, it's time, time, say ya. Yeah. You're shitting me. You this is not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Kerry O'Brien got his start at the ABC. He was the town crier at the ABC. He'd yeah. say what he did. He right, tells you when your shift's over. Yeah, and then that's how he got the seven thirty job. He said this, the host is seven thirty. Uh, knock, knock off time, and then he just. <laughs> <laughs> You're a grown man. <laughs> um, and so as you make your way, you realise the, the the take home. The key Show me these fat guards. <laughs> <laughs> the keeper is that night is falling and you have very little time to make it to the house of the artificer if you are to keep your promise to the beggar king of Waterdeep. Uh, How, what is the range of the amulet of the medallion the amulet thing I have? Very close. It's probably it will control up to two glittermen in a, about a 15 meter radius. Okay, and how many glittermen are guarding the front gate? Well, you're not there yet. You're outside the filthy yeah. docks. Oh. So uh, guys, let's like Let's go to this. Let's go back to our favorite dark alleyway mm. and uh, talk mm. about what we're gonna do. Mm. So you guys go back to planning alley. Yeah, yep. planning alley. <laughs> um, Me feel like kebab. <laughs> Me feel. <laughs> Me feel we need focus. We need just focus. We need just focus. We need focus. We just need to focus. <laughs> we just need focus. Hey. Whole group. Whole group need focus. Hey, so if facts. we focus. Uh, Well, aren't you lucky you're strapped to uh, Filter's chest there? Um, okay, guys. Uh, the meeting's about to start. Frizo. I thought this was meeting. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. This is a... If a meeting not done, I could kebab. <laughs> I promise you I will get you all kebabs once this is done. This is my solemn oath to you all. But we got to get to the artificer's meeting. And Frizo, you're our point man on this. So you're wearing the good robes. You will be going by the name... Uh, Clive who, if anybody asks. And the password is Peppercorn. Got it. My name is Clive and I'm here to say Peppercorn. <laughs> it's it's you easy to remember if you make anything. a song about it. I know, but that's how I remember it. It's like, it's a, what do you call it? It's a mnemonic. mnemonic. My name is Clive and I'm here to say Peppercorn. Peppercorn. See, everyone's going to remember that forever now. <laughs> okay, all together. One, two, three. <laughs> My name, name is Clark and I'm here to say Peppercorn. Okay. We all start band. We sound good. <laughs> we sound real good to Dilge. All right, Bobby We want to live forever. Bobby hands out some robes. Yeah, so uh, the robes are big enough to uh, accommodate... Uh, you actually, you took all the robes you wanted because you killed the man that owns the store, so you were able to get perfect match. Fits. Okay, so... Uh, uh, <laughs> here's a robe. Um, maybe take the table off? Um, we'll you can take Gribbits with uh, us, but just um, just bundle him up in that sash that says "Right to Be," like a little baby bindle. 
You know what? He's gonna slow us down. We just need to end it now. No, 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 no. No, no. And then he's blind. He's strapped to a table. He's, he's done. Uh, he's my little baby mouse. You find it, you feel a tightening in your chest, Hing. <laughs> Please let me. I cast Tensor's floating disc. Oh, okay. Drunkenly. Yeah, you, you have that spell, don't you? Yes, I do. Okay, a, so a, a, a circular invisible disc of force um, is summoned into existence by you that you can control around you that can carry things. Mm. Mm. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I made that, it! Is that to carry Gribbles? Yes. Yeah, this is my new stroller. All right, so we've got a rope of Gribbles. And so he's still, he's still chained to a bench. Which is on a disc. Yes, that's correct. Um, if if we take <laughs> you said that as if you were refuting him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. If 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 with a floating disc, uh, can you stand on it and have a rover so it looks like it's a, uh, like the regular size height of a you man? Absolutely can. Okay, so um, I'm gonna ride on that disc and uh, Griffiths can stay stra- <laughs> strapped to village. Guys, I'm I'm real happy to just hang in the alleyway. You sure? You are blind. No man left behind, Gribbets. <laughs> no man left behind. Please leave me behind. I think I will get better, and all I can see is going in there is getting a lot worse. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> At least um, Gribbets knows there's only a few hours left in his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's your birthday. Well, why we don't have time. Let's go. <laughs> All right, you make your way to the House of the Artificer and you see um, the House of the Artificer is an imposing structure in the middle of um, Hierarch Square. And Are there two guards? There is Are two... <laughs> give me time. There is a giant glitter man posted at the su- top of the, gu- the tower, uh, the door to the doorway to the main tower. And on either side is a pair of guards who look like a right laugh. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting, those guards. Okay, well, maybe you want to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> we approach the Glitter Man. <laughs> um, they're all, it's there a threesome. The Glitter Man is unmoving in case trouble happens. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, howdy, boys! <laughs> <laughs> uh, h- howdy, sir. What kind of trouble are you up to tonight? What's, uh, well, let us in. And then the other yourself. one, the other one yeah. is like, how are you? <laughs> oh, in your ropes. Ben Jenkins, the man of a thousand voices. Yeah. <laughs> Was there a third Italian guard there just for a second? I'm on a break. <laughs> Peppercorn! Peppercorn! Dill chelping. <laughs> Where, uh, you must be here for uh, some kind of meeting, judging by your attire. I'm, I'm Kenneth Branner in Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> he is, of course, referring to the... A popular name. play. <laughs> no, could that be his full name? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kenneth Branner of the house, the movie Wild Wild West. <laughs> um, so, you say peppercorn? We said, we said it. You say it many times, obnoxiously? My name is... Oh, My name it. is... <laughs> He asks, what is your name? And he looks at a guest list. Uh, oh. My name is Charles Who. Clive. Clive. I do declare. Fuck. Hello, my name is Clive Who. Well, let me just take a gander at the old oh, invite list. 
And these are your guests, I assume? Yes. Uh, the, the one who is of human height <laughs> is my son. Hello. Who, Junior, as you can Congratulations see. Congratulations on having the father of the year, may I just say. It yes, we have a very one. close relationship. We're not afraid to talk about anything. <laughs> Next, we have the Orc Twins. Make constitution checks, both of you, DC 15. Oh, no. I got 19. I got a one. <laughs> as soon as, soon as um, Frizo turns to look at you, you do two, three things simultaneously. You throw up. You, f you, you start like you're scared and you fall over. <laughs> so it's like, a, it's like he's one of those fainting goats. <laughs> so I just lock all my limbs, vomiting, and then fall over. Okay. That's correct, yes. Thank you. Oh, don't mind him. He's, he ate some bad bread before. Oh, yes, there's some very, very bad bread going around. Is it bad bread? Bad bread. Bad bread, you say? Bad bread. The worst oh, bread. Let me introduce myself. My name is Leonardo DiCaprio in Blood Diamond. <laughs> in Blood Diamond is very honourable house. It's pleasure to meet you. And let me say the words that I know so well. Give, Give me, me back, back my, my Blood, blood Diamond. diamond. <laughs> the house words. <laughs> oh, well, your friend... Must have eaten some bad bread, I suppose. I think they've, I've kind of been charmed by the fact they knew my house words. Yeah. Sure, I don't care, whatever. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <laughs> well, if, if you agree, Kenneth Brennan in Wild Wild West, well, I'll do it. Yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> we approach the house. Or meeting place. You, which you which are, one of you has the You whisper? are ushered inside and immediately you find yourselves amongst a large crowd of people in a sort of waiting room, all hooded, all wearing black velvet robes with the unmistakable sigil of the double-headed cog that is the sign of the House of the Artificers. And can you remind us where they've seen that before? Because some of us in the audience might have been in New York or something. <laughs> <laughs> He mentioned it like earlier. When they went to General Pantaloons. I was in New York <laughs> in the break. Um, just, uh, I, I, I get the feeling that something's going to go down. And so I take out my spy pen. <laughs> and just kind of like prop it out of the robe pocket. Just, okay. so, it's, just so it's working. Excellent. Make a sleight of, hi sleight of hand check. This thing's like the size of half a billiard ball. Oh, I do not. I got a two. Okay, you got a two. All right. You take out the listener and as you do, you get a tap on the shoulder. Uh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> well <Yeah>. done. <laughs> yeah? I am so terribly sorry to interrupt. <laughs> what must be a fine, fine cult evening? You didn't want British. It's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want Hi there, British. Morgan Freeman in the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Please, my father is Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> then who are you? 
met me just before. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, Kenneth Branagh from the movie The Wild Wild West. Yes, sir. I hate this so much. <laughs> you remind me of a friend I have back home. His name is Year 8 Boy's Impression of Tennessee Williams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so I, I know your house... Oh, I'm just <laughs> so it would be remiss of me if I did not ask you, uh, what that was that you just took out of your pocket. Because as you know, at these cult meetings, uh, there can be no contraband items. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm the, uh, I was recently uh, elected the Secret Society Archivist. And, so and also Father job. of the Year. And Father of the Year. So what have you done lately? Anyway, I just well, want, I I built a giant metal spider. <laughs> <laughs> Um, isn't that just the... Tr Dad, you really should stop showing off the trophy that you won for Father of the Year. <gasps> My goodness, I did not know. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. I, I mean, he's very proud of it. Uh, I think it's a little show-offy, but you've shown your friend here. Why don't you... DC. Oh, look, 15. <laughs> Fuck, that does it. Okay. <laughs> well, I am clearly an idiot. <laughs> A good day to you, sir. Before you go, Mr. Uh, uh, Wild Wild West, do you have any children of your own? Oh, why, I have a little boy and a little girl. Well, let me just tell you that the important thing is to listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> and struck with a newfound wisdom, uh, the actor Kenneth Branagh of the, the house again. of the movie Wild Wild West goes back to his guard duties and you hear a gong ring out and as it rings out two giant bronze doors at the end of the room open and a excited murmur ripples through the crowd and and a rather excited looking cultist who's standing next to you Bobby says this will this will have to be the special guest the reason that we've all been summoned here um, on Hi, Harvest Eve. Uh, this was the man that was going to speak to us. Mm. Yes. Indeed. We knew that already. Oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't realise. Yeah, well, well, we're members of this secret society, so we got the same... We get the newsletter. Yep. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's a good newsletter. Did you know... Oh, actually, I don't want to... But oh, the cultists have already... crossword for that. <laughs> that's me. But that's you? That's me. Oh. Yeah. That's me. You know what? I find Wednesdays the hardest But day. the cultists <laughs> have already... Pharmaceutical. <laughs> and they have formed a semicircle, all pulling their hoods even further tighter down to make themselves anonymous. As you see lights already being lit in the chamber that has opened up, and above on a small um, sort of balcony stage overlooking this now wider room, a man is standing in the same robes as you, and he slowly pulls back his hood. Everybody immediately chants, order and purity. And you can't, help, and purity. You can't help but feel order that you are about purity. two syllables Peppercorn. too <laughs> <laughs> And he holds his hands for silence. I'll let you do this. My fellow members of our illustrious fraternity, the hour of our dominance is all but at hand. Frizo, turn the pen on. Don't worry, I got it. Silence! I recognize you, friends of the shipwrights. Silence! I Order and purity! I recognize you, 
members of our noble house. I recognize you of the Blackstaff Tower, you of the Taylors, the Mercers, all. Order and purity. Order and purity. <laughs> For we are together once again. Tonight, as I have said, is a special night, and I have a special two special guests who have traveled far and risked much for our order to address you, and I now yield to them. Now, one of the, two people come either side of him. Uh, one of them takes off their hood, and you recognize this to be a woman with uh, raven hair, uh, and she is, do, do they recognize who she is? So they've never seen her. Then she's just a woman with raven hair. And a, and a, lo and a scar across her. Is her hair made of birds? Is that what you're saying? No, it's the, it's the colour of her hair. What colour is raven? Black. Just say black then. It's a fantasy thing. You can't say black. It's confusing. It sounds like she's got bird she hair. She enters. She's got dog hair. <laughs> Real Labrador hair. And the other one you do recognise as he reveals his face. He's got golden retriever hair. <laughs> and high cheekbones. And a face you just want to slap. And it's the bloody Duke of Daggerford. <gasps> That's right. The man who has caused all of your heartbreak and troubles. The man who has Freezer? For The other, the man who has caused what seems on the sum of it to me not as much heartbreak and sorrow, the man who framed you for the death of his brother, the illegitimate Duke of Daggerford, Davos Tyrrell. <gasps> Davos Tyrrell says, my friends, thank you very much for having me and for what I might just say were delightful canapes <laughs> beforehand in the pre-drinks. Did anybody try <laughs> the pastizis? <laughs> and and can I has anybody sampled the dragon freons? They are delightful. Anyway, me and the Grand Inquisitor have travelled far with no small danger to ourselves to come and show you this. And then he um, pushes a button, like a cog button, cog-based, and um, another door slides open. And a door you couldn't even see. This is a rumbling of sort of stone walls part behind them. And the first thing that you see is, is you smell. You smell the acrid um, smell of brimstone and sulfur. Very, very powerful smell. And then you see two small prongs of smoke puff and glowing red um, lights pierces through the darkness. You hear a thump and a crack, and then slowly, step by step, striding out behind them is a giant black dragon. Yes, yes. Raven. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a giant black raven. Yes. <laughs> is it dragon coloured? <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool, and you ruined it. <laughs> that was very, that was very Dave great. Dave Harmon. Yeah. So now you know, as, as the, um, as the, as Tyrrell has motioned to the woman, you now know that she is the Grand Inquisitor. Um, and before... Yeah, so, so Tyrrell looks, looks out and says, 
Um, our fraternity has just managed, um, has returned with our new friend who is going to help us take this city. Already, I have seized control of Daggerford using my brother's claim. I have now, even as we speak, glitter men are being shipped to the city and the old town guard are being dismantled. This is but the first day, the first moves of our gambit to take the Sword Coast for our own as it should be, and I could not do it without you, our men on the ground here in Waterdeep. Yeah. So just- Order and purity! And someone goes, can Try, that's enough, mate. And Davis Demetrio cannot help but feel like his flow has been momentarily halted. <laughs> Fucking cry. He is about to go on when suddenly um, you there is a shift in the Inquisitor and she clicks her neck and suddenly, Bobby, you get the feeling that she is staring right at you. She, he is about to talk, continue talking, but she puts her hand up and steps forward to the railing of the balcony. And she says, there are rats in this stool. <laughs> oh, but, but, but a hand of applause isn't an expression. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> and she's like, there are rats in this stool. And then like, the, Tyrell's like, what do you, what do you? She's like, there are rats in this stool. Me miss that canopy. <laughs> oh. And she's like, you're gonna have to be more literal, mate. And she's like, I mean, there are people here who should not be. And everyone goes, <laughs> Me also <laughs> miss there that is, kind of There thing. is a ripple of unrest and um, heresy, treachery is called out by some of the cultists. I say, whoa, can I, I expect it. Can I try for a bluff check to also yell heresy and treachery? Yes. 16. 19. You yell heresy, you yell treachery. One. You yell rats and stew. <laughs> <laughs> Rats and stew! And then her neck just snaps to you. And then she, like, with just one flick of her wrist, motions to the dragon and does that and points. And the dragon, pull, um, its impressive wings are unleashed as it takes two steps forward and jumps in a single bound over the heads of the three of them on the balcony and grabs hold of a giant um, chandelier with its powerful talons and hangs from it as its neck zeroes in on the four of you. And it, with a powerful breath of its air, it just sort of, you know, just fucking blows uh, <laughs> its sulfurous breath at you. And the power of the gust of breath blows your hoods back and the four of you are revealed. Do I get blown off my floating disc? You're just sort of hovering there like. <laughs> and you're wearing boxer shorts that have hearts on them. <laughs> Uh, Tyrrell um, says, we are undone. Guards, they must not escape from here alive. And four members of the Shipwrights Guild with crossbows suddenly from small sconces on the sides of the thing draw their crossbows and train them at you. You have a few seconds to react if you want. I move myself in front of Filch as a good brother. I run. I get the fuck out of there. Okay, we're we going to combat. You're not doing anything? Um, um, he's gone. I'm not gonna fight this if he's... Let's get out of here. I, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I think of a method of escape. Okay, so you're all vaguely escaping. All right, great. So, um, you don't... This but the order, the order is Dilge's 
in the front and Filge then you're So far, yeah, 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 no, I've got that. Filge is the closest to um, the dragon. Okay, so the first, you were caught flat-footed, unfortunately, so the first one to act is was the dragon, which just blew to reveal you, and so the next one to react is two of the crossbow guards. So they immediately fire their crossbows at you. One of them misses, and one of them hits you, Dilge, um, with a crossbow bolt, which hits for four damage. Oh. Bobby, you're next. Um, For people that haven't seen this, we do initiative beforehand, so I've got a little list here. I uh, grab my uh, short bow and I shoot at uh, one of the um, archers. Okay, great, absolutely. Uh, Whoa. (laughs) Uh, That's a nine. Okay, a nine, what's your dexterity? Plus three. Three. Plus three, that will do it. So that hits hits one of them. How much damage? Um, Whoop, that's... They're unarmed. Eight. Everyone's wearing robes, so yep, there's no armor. Right, eight. Yep. Eight? Okay, that Plus does eight damage. Attack. That does a oh, lot of damage. One of them is um, hit wildly, um, strongly by that, and he grimaces in pain, and he looks bloodied. Uh, next person up is Frieza. All right, I cast Burning Hands in a 15-foot cone. You're in a uh, crowded room. Uh, You're in a crowded room, only a few of these people are trying to kill you. Yeah, but <laughs> in for a penny. We've already discussed this. Okay. Uh, so it's it's a it's a thirteen to save. So do you are you aiming it at the floor? Or are you aiming it at the sky? I'm aiming it at the floor. No, because that'll maximise casualties, but it won't stop the um, people. I'm aiming it at the people we're trying to kill. Okay, that's up high. Yep, great. All oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get two of the of the four of them in. How much damage does it do? It does fifteen damage. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that kills the shit out of one of them. Uh, no, that that kills two of them. <laughs> so uh, two of the guards drop. Out of from their sconces and fall to the ground with a crash. One of them was the injured one from before. The other one was an unarmed. Then there are two left. It's now the Inquisitor's turn. She grabs um, with sort of cat-like grace. She vaults from the balcony and <laughs> does a pirouette um, before gracefully face planting on the ground. <laughs> and she's. And she stands up, and she's like, who saw that? Who saw that? <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, it was a great landing. Everyone pretend, is too polite to pretend that they saw that. It is now Davin Tyrrell's turn, who panicked with the guildmaster who introduced him, um, run, and they run behind a curtain further into the building. Now it is Filger's go. Is the ch- chick still there? What? Yes, yeah, she's, 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 the she's lying prone on the ground. Okay, I'm just going to, um, I'm going to pick her up. You're going to try and grapple her? Yeah, I'm going to grapple her. Okay, excellent. Um, so you're going to have to make a strength check, just a non-modified strength check against her... 20. Face. 16 plus 4. Oh, okay, 16. All right, that, that hits her. So you dive on top of her and you grab her and you wrestle her to the ground. And you're, you're now... Yeah, I'm going to like hold her, hold her up. And you can't do that. You're prone with her at the moment. All right, Next round, you could maybe do that. So you are grappling with her on the ground and she's pinned. Next up is Dilge. Cool. Uh, I'm going to cast Magic Missile at one of the gentlemen with the crossbows. Okay. feel like you're all forgetting the dragon, but go ahead. <laughs> you take care of the edges and the middle will take care of itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave. Always, always attack the ad. That's how you do these MMOs, all right? All right. Um, so this is... Go on. Uh, I... Yeah, I casted him for... No... <laughs> Uh, I, got, I put all three darts into him, and they each do oh, 
Uh, he gets hit for eight damage. Eight damage. All right. He is like the other one, bloodied, but he is still up. He's still holding his crossbow, and he snarls an insult at you. Cockhead! <laughs> at least I didn't just get hit by magic, dweeb. <laughs> Next up is the dragon, which jumps forward and does a multi-attack. Uh, first of all, attacking with its tail, um, you, Dilge, mm. and hits you, yep, for... Nine damage, throwing you ten feet across the room and you smash into a wall, making um, your sister vulnerable again. Next up is, again, Bobby. Um, no, I, yeah, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. I leap to uh, where the uh, Grand Inquisitor is and I get the rod of immobility and I place it on her neck and I press the button and I say, call off your dragon. Okay, that's great. So you, the, immobile, the immovable rod, rod locks in place the moment you place it. So she's effectively pinned to the ground by her neck. Um, but not so tight that she can't talk. <laughs> Make a dexterity check. Uh, 19 plus 3. All right, you successfully do that. So now you have to just make an intimidation check. You get advantage because she has a half-orc on top of her. Oh. Uh. Dice of inspiration! Oh, dice of inspiration! Oh. I got a oh. 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 Dice of inspiration! Dice of inspiration! Dice of inspiration! 14, that'll do it! That is hey. just good enough. Oh, that's the best tackle ever. <laughs> Okay, um... So, so she goes, stop! And the dragon just sort of, like, the room just stops. And the dragon looks at her and then flies back to where it was before. And perches, it's still looking at you. And she says, undo this rod. And, like, make the dragon go back in its hole. <laughs> Send the dragon back to its room and then we'll talk about moving this rod. <laughs> Undo the rod and I will send the dragon back to its room. Hey lady, <laughs> I got a short sword and I'm gonna put it right next to your neck and then I will lean on it into your neck if you don't send the dragon to the other room. Okay, the, does, does Davos Tyrrell have an action? He's, He's already gone. He, he, he ran off. He ran off into like the other room. There's still two hobgoblins. And Can he come back? Sure, what do you got? Okay, he goes, enough! And then walks up to her. She's pinned down. Stabs her in the neck. Okay. And then turns to the dragon and says, do it. All right. So the Inquisitor Thorn dies and uh, you no longer have any collateral in this, which means that the next person and three more people can move before the dragon does is Frieza. All right. Now, just so we're clear, the reason we were here is to place a bug to hear what she was going to say. All we need is information. But now that she's dead... No, everyone everyone was going to say. Whatever. Oh, right, which we've already recorded. So yes, you've been recording. All right, then I guess I'm killing that Davos guy. Right? Right! Yes! Yes? I don't know! Then Do it! Why, are you, why now are you questioning your ability to kill? <laughs> why the crisis of confidence at this Literally. precise moment? Oh, the man now who just man stabbed a pro right, woman so in the neck. Frieza readies his, readies his action until Michael Hing... Oh, can I use my robe? Um, you... Yes, you can. I'll make that a free action. Excellent. You can pull patches. Actually, I've, I've designed your robe. Um, yes. So you're talking about the robe of many items? Robe of many items. Time. I pull off the patch, which I think is a snake, and I throw it at him. Okay, great. You tear from your robe of many items a patch, and you throw it at Davos, and 50 feet of coiled hemp rope oh. splash onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> 
You still have your move action. Can I say what he says? He goes, hmm, looks almost enough to hang yourself. And then one of his flunkies gives him a little high five. You smack it, dude. <laughs> All right, then in my move, I guess we run out of here. You, okay, Frizo runs out of the room. Excellent. The next person is um, Filge. Um, I'm going to fight that dragon. <laughs> it's yep. up on the balcony again, remember? Yep, yep, yep. That's cool. I'm going to fight it with a javelin. Okay, so you throw a javelin at it? Um, I throw a, an 18. Okay, that that, your, your javelin flies true, and how much damage did you do? Um, seven. Seven hit points of damage. The dragon cries in pain, but it is not enough even to slow a dragon as big as this. Dilge. Uh, I'm all out of spell slots, so... Uh, who is in front of me? Right now, you're, you're up against the wall. Remember, your ribs are hurting and you're bleeding. Yeah. You were just thrown there by the oh. dragon. No, uh, no, that's what I can do. You're not uh, drunk anymore. You vomited it all out. Aw, thanks. <laughs> I am on three hit points. Okay. Uh, I uh, run to Filge's side. All right, you run mm. in front of Filge. You can ready an action if you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I ready an action to uh, smash the dragon if it comes close to melee attacker? You can. Or, like, actually, can I just run up and hit the dragon? No, the dragon's over the balcony. You can do what you just said. Okay, cool. I, I maintain a distance and try and, like, sneak deck. Do you want to say anything or anything? You've got a free action. This has been fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, uh, it's the dragon's turn. The dragon flexes once in a serpentine motion and dives down towards you. Dilge, you are in front and it, gra- it attacks you, instantly grabs you and throws you to the ground and with a savage bite. So you have relentless endurance, so that's the only thing that's gonna keep you conscious because it bites into your side. Every part of your body says, lie, lie down, lie down, don't get up, don't fight, but the little Balboa part inside of you says one more round. So you have one more action <laughs> next turn and then you will pass out from blood loss and dragon bite. Bobby, it's your turn. I do a cunning action and I roll across the floor, grab the rod and run up to where the dragon is attacking Dilge. As it rears back, I shove the rod in its mouth and press the button so that it's locked a distance away from the two guys, the siblings who are... Okay, that's, that's pretty great. I want you to go and make a dexterity. This is very hard. This is DC 20, it involves a jump. He rolled a four. You can't get past the dragons um, into its sort of area of threat. And as you jump up with one wing, it bats you and you go flying through a window. Am I holding onto my rod? I'm afraid you lose the rod. The rod is left left there in the room. It is now... You're gone, Frieza. Whoa, hang on. uh, So I'm running away. Yes. But I'm going to attack the dragon with my short bow. Okay, from the doorway, you, you poke yep. your head in and attack with the short bow? Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 short bow, and I roll... I have left you, guys, go back here! And I roll a... Such a hero. One. <laughs> you break your short bow? Cool. <laughs> and I go... Bye! And you finish running, and you run out of the door. Okay, so the only people left in the room is Filge and Dilge. Filge, it's your go. Uh, I think we've got to fight Tyrrell. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go into a rage. I can't help you. You can still talk. You're still, you can still talk. Oh, thank God. Brother, you look not so good. 
Shut up, I look great. <laughs> Never be mean to someone if you can avoid it. Run, sister. No! Out. Me avenge your, your dragon bite. No, me avenge me dragon bite. What do you mean? I'm leave. The only two of us. No beat dragon and man. Nah, I'm gonna ignore him. I'm I'm gonna go into a rage. Okay, you go into a rage. What am I making you angry with words? <laughs> <laughs> like so many people in the past have. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Tyrrell. Alright. You go um, you go for Tyrrell who's on the ground floor, you run towards Tyrrell and are you just attacking him? Uh, yes. Armor class 14, beat that. Oh, I got a nine! Nine plus four is 13. So you swing and you miss Davin, who laughing at you as his Axe's action spins his cape and races out towards the door, cackling with, a la with one last line saying, kill them, my pet, kill them all. That's the second last thing he says. And the last thing he says is... Fuck you all! <laughs> and he's out through the door. Dilge, this is your last action before you pass out. Okay. Um, I cleared this with Dave before, and I don't know if it's come up yet, but Dilge's wand is a club? It is. Uh, what Dilge calls his wand is his magical focus, which is actually just a great club. Yeah. Uh, which so he's painted a star on. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, rear back and fix the dragon with, uh, with a glint in my eye and I turn to Filch and I say, sister, go. You're no good to killing awful man who says, go fuck yourselves dead. Me understand perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> and with Me am lose lot of blood. Are you gonna run at it? Yeah, I charge your this ready fucking action. dragon. You run towards the dragon, swinging your great club. It's an armor class 18. It's a huge one. <laughs> How do we roll three ones in a round? The fuck is that? We gotta buy new dice. <laughs> you swing and you miss. And the dragon, unsympathetic and with guttural animal instinct, snakes its neck forward and bites your head and neck clean off your body which falls to the ground hand in your character sheet because Dilge, the half-orc wizard, <gasps> is dead. Will Filge, Frizo, and Bobby escape? Can Dilge's death be salvaged and what of this cult to seize power in the sword, sword, cult, sword coast? For the answers to all of these, Tune in to our last two episodes of this campaign of Dragon Friends. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Tom Walker. The Dragon Friends, as always, are Alex Lee, Simon Greiner, and Michael Hing with special guest Tom Walker. The show is DM'd by David Harmon and is edited by me, Ben Jenkins. Our bard, as always, is Benny Davis. See you next time. Our story's just beginning, our adventure never ends The saga of the heroes that they call the Dragon Friends 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 